Hello and welcome back to Easy Natural English with Cassie. How are you doing today? I hope you're doing well. I'm, I'm doing pretty good.、Um, recently, I've been reading more books, and I think that that makes me feel much happier. I think I'm, I'm really happy when I'm able to just sit down and And read for a bit. I think it's really relaxing for me.、Uh, recently, I've been reading finance books.、Uh, well, one, just one finance book. I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Have you heard of this book?、Um, it's, it's, it's a, I guess it's kind of just like a general finance book.、Um, it's supposed to teach you like how to make more money or. Just like the secrets, the secrets of rich people, how they keep their wealth and how they are able to make money all the time.、Um, but I think that this book is quite outdated. Outdated means that it doesn't really apply anymore to modern society. So,、uh, for example, fax machines are outdated. Right? We don't use them anymore. So I think that the advice in this book it was pretty good, but a bit outdated because I think it was written in the early 2000s. So maybe like 2001, 2002.、Um, and I don't really know if those rules、uh, will apply to our modern times. And especially because You know, he is American, but so the author is American, so he's talking strictly from an American perspective. So, because I live in Japan, I don't really know if I don't really know if those kinds of rules or the advice that he gives、uh, will apply to me that well.、Um, but I mean, it was good advice. I think that it's a, it's a really easy read. It's a, it's a pretty short book.、Um, so, if you do want to start out、uh, reading more English books, then I think that this one was quite easy to understand.、Uh, of course, you know, you have to kind of know the vocabulary, but once you learn the different financial vocabulary words, Then I think it's, it is quite easy to understand.、Um, but the summary is that we should. So the summary, the summary of the book is that、uh, we should try to make money from nothing, kind of.、Um, I think that it, he, he says that it's. A realistic thing, like you, you know, even if you don't have any money, you can make money. I, I don't really believe this though. I don't think that that's really realistic.、Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I think that maybe the advice was, was a little bit too unrealistic to, to apply to a normal person's life.、Um, But that we should, so we should think that money is like not, not a real thing. And 
I mean, the, I think that that's kind of true, that money is not real. Like, it's all it is is we're just trading paper and, like, we're, we're trading. Like, you know, before um, there was a money system, people would just trade things with each other. Like, oh, I'll trade you two cows for, I don't know, like a hundred lemons or something, something like that. So, um, yeah, money is quite, a, like, a, like paper money is quite a new invention. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think that it's hard to summarize the advice in the book because it's, it's just kind of um, weird advice, maybe. Of course, for people who, who have a lot of money, they think that it's really good advice. But for people who are just normal people, I don't know if it's, uh, yeah. I just, like I said before, I don't think it's really realistic. Um, anyways, and the other book I'm reading right now is called Self-Compassion. So Self-Compassion um, is like a... It's a psychological topic, and so the author, she, she has her doctorate, her, her PhD in um, psychology, I think, and uh, so she's, she's quite a famous psychologist now, and her main topic is, or maybe she is a sociologist, I can't really remember, but um, the main topic is how to treat yourself nicely or how to treat yourself with with compassion so compassion is being able to kind of care care about uh, somebody else in in a loving and kind way so we all have compassion um, for the people that we know and for a lot of us, for people that we don't know either. So, um, for, but it's, it's really common to have compassion. I think it's part of uh, being a human, is humans are naturally compassionate. So when you see little kids talking with each other, like maybe, um, like I've noticed this even with my, with my daughter now, like uh, whenever I feed her, she'll also try to feed me. So I feel like, I feel like, oh, that's, that's kind of compassionate in a way. Like she, she cares. Uh, hold on one second. I think there's a spider in my room. So yeah, there's a, there's a spider in my room, but I realized I was just talking about self-compassion and, uh, I realized, you know, if I kill the spider, spider, it's not a very compassionate thing because <laughs> the spider is not really doing anything to me. You know, like it's not going to come over here and attack me. It's just walking along in the room and he's not bothering anybody. Um, but I think, yeah, maybe just um, uh, most people, whenever they see a spider, they immediately think, oh, I have to kill it or I have to run away. But actually spiders are, um, like, they're really good to have in your room because they kill uh, other bugs and they don't really bother you. So I remember when I was living in Okinawa, 
um, a long time ago, maybe like uh, 10 years ago or something, uh, there, there were two really, really big spiders. Okinawa has really big spiders, and there were two really big spiders that ran into the house as, as soon as I opened the door. The spiders were uh, running into the house, and they just kind of stayed there, and we couldn't find them. It was my mom and I living in an apartment, and we couldn't find them, so <laughs> we just had to, like, sleep at night with the spiders. Maybe they were under the bed or something, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, like, I... I don't know why I feel like I have to kill the spider, but um, yeah, I guess it's just like we 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 don't like what they look like, so we feel like we have to kill them. But yeah, they're not really you know they're not really doing anything. We're just a bit scared of them. Um, yeah. So, anyways, about self compassion, um, I noticed my. My daughter, you know, even though she's only one years old, she will try to, like, feed me whenever I feed her, and I think it's it's so cute, um, and I think that it's, like, compassion, you know, and I think most, um, most children, you know, they're always so nice, and they're always, like, thinking about other, other kids, and it's quite surprising for us adults, because... We kind of forget that um, that people are nice sometimes, and I think people are really afraid of, of of other people. They're afraid of talking to other people because they think that they're going to be um, mean to them or make fun of them or just rude or yeah, not very nice. Um, so we often we often forget that people are generally nice people. And there's only, like, a few people that are actually not very nice. Um, but, you know, like, they've probably... There, there's probably a lot of reasons why they're not a nice person. And, um, but it's, it's easy to forget that people are just nice most of the time. Um, and so I think that... Yeah, we lose a lot of our compassion because we think that, we always think like it's me against you. So it's our team against the other team. Like there's always some kind of competition or some kind of rivalry going on. A rivalry is like, um, yeah, a, a competition between two groups. So, um, yeah, it's it's easy to forget that people... Um, are usually compassionate towards each other and that makes us lose our compassion too um, and it but it's it's easy to remember when the person is right in front of you um, so a good example of this is with refugees a lot of people uh, don't really have much compassion for refugees or even immigrants you know just people who come to your country they think that um, the people are coming to their country to ruin the country and just to uh, to not 
work or to work too much or you know like they always uh different countries always think that people from other countries coming into their country is a bad thing and they they don't really see the people as human um, so they don't really have compassion for those people because they just see them on the on the tv and they don't understand their story they don't understand the reason why they're escaping from their own country. Um, so yeah, an easy way to to build your compassion is just to talk to more people and and learn about their backgrounds and learn about their stories and the reasons why they're in that position. Um, because a lot of us, I think, are are quite privileged, and when you are living a very comfortable life it's it's really easy to forget that other people are not as comfortable as you and so you just think that like everybody is your enemy and trying to take away your comfortable life um so anyways <laughs> my uh my book is about self-compassion so I have a lot of compassion for other people. I think it's really easy for me to try and put myself into other people's shoes and <clears throat> really like experience what they're what they're experiencing. I think I do it too much to be honest and it um it kind of affects my mood. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> it it affects my mood a lot. Um and yeah, I think I I I try to empathize too much with other people um, and I don't do it for myself so I realize like I'm not very nice to myself a lot of the times um, and it's it's quite harmful for my mental health and for the people who love me so I know that you know my husband he's always telling me like oh you're so you're so great and like you're you're such a good person but I don't believe that myself it's hard to it's hard to believe that I am a good person or that I'm uh, or that people like me or that people want to talk to me or to be my friend it's really hard to believe that for myself because I don't think that I am like worthy um of being treated nicely and i feel like yeah i don't really deserve for other people to to treat me nicely kind of and i so i don't really do that for myself um it's easy for me to give advice to other people because i have so much compassion for other people and i always think like no you need to to relax and you need to accept yourself and you need to be nice to yourself <laughs> but um yeah i i don't think that it's good because i don't do the same thing for myself and i always think that we should lead by example um and i really really need to to work on this part of myself because i don't want my daughter to to see that like i'm not very nice to myself and so she copies that because children are, are always, always copying their parents. 
no matter what, they're going to copy you. And so I need to, I need to treat myself nicely so my daughter can know that she needs to also treat herself nicely. Um, and yeah, I think that that's a really, really big motivator. Um, it's a, it's a yeah, huge motivation for me to be, uh, to be a better person and to, to forgive myself. You know, maybe if I'm not perfect at something, I should forgive myself easily and I shouldn't beat myself up over it. So I shouldn't, um, yeah, like say that I'm stupid or say that I'm, um, not worthy or that I don't deserve, uh, like, I don't know, this achievement or something. So yeah, I just need to learn to be nicer to myself. So I have like, I have the perspective, like I can see the problem and I know that I need to fix this. But I think that this kind of thing is really difficult to fix because we're, we're taught, like in, in our society, especially for women, we're taught, like, you know, when you receive a compliment, uh, so when somebody says something nice to you and gives you a compliment, you should, um, you should say like, oh, no, 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 or you should try to minimize it. So make you, you should make the compliment sound like it's not really about you um, in order to sound humble. So in order to, to be liked by other people, you should, um, yeah, not really, not really receive the compliment. Um, and so we're, we're taught this from a very young age. And instead of when, whenever somebody says, oh, hey, you're, um, like, oh, your skin looks so nice today. Or, uh, wow, you're like, you're such a funny person. People don't just say thank you, and I think it's it's also really common in Japanese culture. Like nobody says thank you, you know, whenever whenever um, they whenever someone gives them a compliment, because it's kind of seen as rude and arrogant a little bit. Like oh, so she does believe that about herself, and like wow, that's kind of weird that she just said thank you to the compliment. But I think that we should just say thank you, you know, because um, that's, it's, I think it's just a normal thing that if someone says something nice to you, you shouldn't say, oh, no, 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 you know, I'm, I'm not as good as, as that person, or um, I'm not as funny as this comedian, or I'm not, like, my skin usually doesn't look this good, um, you know, like, we, we should just accept the compliments and think that, yeah, you know, I am, I am funny and my skin does look good. Thank you. <laughs> and we should just, like, feel good about ourselves. But, um, yeah, I think most societies, they kind of tell you to not feel good about yourself and it's not a good thing to feel good about yourself and I think a lot of you know advertising um, advertising agencies 
they they're very very good at making other people feel bad and that's why we buy their products or their services so um, one of the most popular um, one of the most popular services I've seen recently is hair removal so hair removal like with laser I don't know I don't really know how they do it but they're using lasers or something and they remove the hair from your whole body so from your legs from your arms um, I guess from your armpits maybe from your private areas so people just like want to be completely hairless and I don't really understand this like it's hard it's hard for me to understand uh, why because in Japan it's men and women so not not just women but also men it's really popular with men um, to remove all of your hair and um, the I see a lot of commercials and advertisements that say um, you know oh this boy didn't want to date me because he saw that my arms had hair on them and so I went to this hair removal clinic and then they removed all of my hair and now he likes me I think that this is crazy like how realistic is this if 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 a guy only likes you because you don't have hair on your body then that guy is a piece of shit we shouldn't want to be friends with him or we shouldn't want to be his girlfriend or his wife you know like they shouldn't only want to be with you because you don't have hair on your body um and same with girls too like a lot of girls I think are even more judgmental like whenever um, I don't shave my legs or sometimes like if I don't shave my armpits I'm more worried about what girls are going to say because I think that they're very judgmental and then they they like look at me weird or they just think I'm strange um, and so uh, yeah, a lot of people also think that you're dirty if you don't shave. So I, I always thought that this was really interesting because, you know, if you see a girl who hasn't shaved her legs, more people are, are willing to say that she is dirty or unhygienic. So unhygienic um, is the opposite of hygienic. So hygienic means clean. So unhygienic means dirty. Um, so yeah, if a girl doesn't shave her body, then people might think that she's unhygienic, and um, they will they will say bad things about her. But there's no there's no proof that someone who is hairy is dirty, because if that was true, then all men would be unhygienic, because if you look at men like you know they're not usually shaving their legs or their arms or their armpits or you know even their their faces um, and people never say oh you know he's he's dirty but for girls there's different standards and um, yeah we have so much pressure 
to not have hair on our on our entire bodies. So um, yeah, I think that there's there's a lot of pressure for girls and I didn't realize until I was like 25 or 26 that it's okay to not shave. Like I didn't, it wasn't even an option, you know, to not shave because my whole life I've been told I need to shave in order to fit into society. And so um, whenever I saw girls that didn't shave, I always thought it was very strange. Like, why are they not following the rules? These are the rules, right? Girls have to shave. And if you don't, then that's bad. And yeah, I, I feel like kind of embarrassed to say, but I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that you just could do what you wanted to as a girl until I was in my mid-twenties. And um, then I just got really angry because I thought, how come nobody told me that I could just break the rules? Like, I don't have to follow these stupid, made-up rules of society. Um, I can just do what I want and try to make myself happy, you know? Like, it was, it was a very eye-opening moment. Um, but I, I really wish that, yeah, I had more advice from people growing up um, telling me that, that I could just do what I wanted, you know? And so I really hope to, um, to show my daughter that she can do the same thing. You know, I want to tell her when she's growing up, like when, once she becomes a teenager, I want to tell her, you know, um, you, you can do whatever you want with your body. That's your body. And it doesn't matter if other people think that it's strange, you know, like that's, you need to do what makes you happy. And, um, some people, you know, they might, they might look at you and they might say something bad about you, but <clears throat> yeah, it just, honestly, it, it really doesn't matter. Not, but I'm, I'm going to tell her, you know, society will tell you that girls need to shave and girls can't have hair on their bodies, um, but you don't have to follow those rules. Like, you can, you can do what you want to do. And, you know, in the future, if I have more children, if I have a, a son, then I'm also going to tell him the same thing. I'm going to tell him that he can, you know, like, if he, if he doesn't want to have um, hair on his legs or on his arms or whatever, like, he doesn't have to or he can. He can just do what makes him happy. And, um, yeah, I kind of wish somebody would have told me that growing up because... Yeah, nobody told me that I can just not not follow the rules, you know. And um yeah, so it took me a long time to figure it out, but uh finally I've I've realized it and I feel like I have a lot to teach my daughter about these kinds of rules in society that you know, nobody really tells you. Like there's not a list written down of rules that you need to follow um, but there are unspoken rules that everybody follows um, and yeah we just don't we we shouldn't feel pressured 
to follow those rules. Of course, we should still be nice and compassionate and um, you know, treat everybody nicely and politely. But yeah, these rules are just so stupid, you know, like there's there's just really strange rules that we made up and everybody follows them. But it doesn't change anything. Like it's not making the world a better place if I shave my legs or if I don't, you know. So it's just like really time-wasting rules that are just really stupid. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, so anyways, yeah, I am trying to be more self-compassionate and be nice to myself in order for my daughter to be nice to herself. And that's what I'm doing at the moment. So I think I'll finish the podcast episode here. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope that you all have a good morning or a good afternoon or a good evening. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.